work. <laughs> Yay. Are we? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if I keep saying it enough, I'll pretend I am. <laughs> oh, the magic of being an adult. Oh, God, gee, fuck. That is the magic of just being human. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we're going we're gonna to start before this becomes a therapy session. <laughs> yeah, that, that went to a deep place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is... <laughs> So we're just going to start in three, two, one, and welcome back, everybody. This is Trauma and Trash. I'm Ashley. I'm Steve. And we're not okay, but hopefully <laughs> you are. Oh, Christ on a bicycle. Yeah, I'm not going to say this is the only time that I laugh, but <laughs> don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> No, that's a lie. I was in the grocery store today and we're walking around because Tyler had the day off Mm -hmm. and I grabbed a box of cereal and I slowly walked up behind him and I just shoved it in his face. (laughs) He kind of jumped and I just lost my shit. I just started laugh crying in the store. Oh, it's been a long pandemic, hasn't it? Yeah, I, you know what? It was, it was highly enjoyable. I recommend scaring the person that you live with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always great. However you need to do it. Chainsaw, pregnancy <laughs> test, whatever works for you. That wouldn't work for me. I mean, you could still hand him one. Because first True. off, the question's going to be, where did you get this? <laughs> <laughs> well, wouldn't you like to know? And why is it still warm? Yeah. See? You this can is al- becoming better. better. Mm-hmm. You can always turn something normal into something weird if you try hard enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Generally with prolonged eye contact or just a smile that doesn't quite reach your eyes but lasts. Mm, that's what we call the Kardashian. Also, by the way, I am loving that Rita Repulsa was trending on Twitter today because of what's her bucket last night during the RNC. It was, yeah, basically at the end of it, it was a full on, I'm free after 10,000 years, time to take over the world. It is terrifying. Do I need to Google this later? If you want to. I might. Yeah, I've tried to stay away from watching any of that, but I feel like I should just so I'm informed. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch any last week cuz I figured, eh, what's the point? I'm not mm-hmm. watching this week cuz I'm going <laughs> My sanity is hanging by few enough threads as is. Don't need that. Aren't but... all. <laughs> I can't speak anymore, so never mind. Oh, but you know who else couldn't speak? Who? Two unfortunate American tourists going through Germany could no longer speak when their mouths no longer became their own. Oh, because guys, we watched the human centipede from, it said 2009, but Steve, correct me if I'm wrong. Were Uh you out of the Peace Corps when we saw this? Or was this before you went? This was before I went. So I think we must have saw this in 2010. Maybe. Or maybe it was like summer 2009. Because I remember it was summer. We were home. Because after we watched it in Cedar Lee, we drove back and stopped at like Blue Danube Cafe or whatever that is and needed to get coffee because it was that. Well, I think I think we need to explain to everybody. So we have a little bit of history with this movie. Yeah. So I think I think it's probably... movie which I thought I would only see one time in my life and now it is two. Oh, you've only seen it two. Yeah. Oh god, I've probably seen it at least five times now. <laughs> so I heard of this movie and mm-hmm. obviously the premise is that three people get sewn together ass to mouth, which for some men is a dream. But 
I have I have thoughts I could contribute there. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, as we've we've talked about this before, yeah. this would make a better porn. <laughs> oh, and he did leave their tongues in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't. Ew. <laughs> oh, that kind of adds like an element of horror. Just turn it into a game of pass the poke. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> heard, of this, heard of this movie. So st- I was like, Steve, you're going to go watch this movie with me. Did uh-huh. I give you much of a background information as to what we were seeing? I knew. I knew the title. I think that was pretty much it. Yeah. And I knew the premise, but yeah. So mm-hmm. we kind of were going into this blind. Um, yeah. So we had to go kind of out of our way to this like... Uh, mm-hmm not art house theater, but like an, they play a lot of indie movies. So we mm-hmm. go out there. The theater is packed because this is the only showing that they have. Mm-hmm. So we go in there and we're sitting towards the back. Now the movie hasn't even started yet. And there is a gentleman pretty far away from us who keeps turning yeah. around and, and staring at us young 20 somethings. Uh huh. He proceeds to do this. Throughout the entire film. Yes. Trying to make eye contact on top of all of this as we're watching Mm -hmm. just horrific things happen on screen. Movie's done. We're getting ready to leave. We look. We think the man's gone. He's waiting at the exit, if I remember correctly. Uh Uh-huh. So we kind of mill around. We think think that he's gone so we kind of cluster with some other people and uh-huh. I th- was he waiting at the outside of the theater i yes and yes, then he i was. think he tried talking to us and i'm pretty sure we literally ran back to your car uh-huh we did <laughs> we locked ourselves in drove as fast as we could and yeah to get coffee to to <laughs> Try to process everything that just happened that evening. Because <laughs> there was a lot. And yeah. So that was that was our experience. First experience with the human centipede. Yeah. Um, and so then I proceeded to make the person that I am married to now uh, <laughs> less than a year into our relationship and made him watch this with me. How he knew you were a keeper. I guess so. (laughs) And then I watched it again by myself, and I have proceeded to watch the other two films within the series. Well, because we tried watching the second one when you came to visit one time before before moving out the first time. Yeah. And yeah, I'm pretty sure I just fell asleep there because there was a lot of tequila and Kahlua. Involved. Yes, yes. I'm, we both fell asleep. Well, then I watched it on my own. Um, so the second movie is about making a hundred person centipede, or no. Or is that the third one? That's the third one. I, it, maybe it's like okay. 25 or something in the second one. The whole that premise. insane. The whole premise of the second film is like movies like destroy your brain and you'll do whatever the movie tells you to so this guy like goes Mm. crazy and makes his own human centipede um Mm. it's not great and then at the end well and then at the end so some people are able to get away there was a Mm -hmm. pregnant woman in the human centipede she manages to get out get in a car she has the baby right be like she gives birth in the car uh-huh. sees sees the infant and she is so traumatized that she basically steps on the infant to make the car go yeah it it was a lot and so i thought it'd be a great idea to watch the third one <laughs> the oh, third one was wrong with the child Nothing. I just, I just think it was like the woman was so traumatized. Um, understandably. That that she couldn't process. She couldn't process. Wow. So the third one takes place oh. in a jail. And what if she'd given birth while still in the centipede? Like the poor person behind her. Ew. Yeah. So, 
Like none of that. A, none of that is good. No. None of no. that is good. So no. in the jail, and the third one is awful. Like it's it's barely watchable. But there is a scene, and it is a dream sequence. One of the characters gets kidney fucked. Would you like to know what that is? Great. Let me I, tell you. Y- yes. <laughs> so it's two of the char- two of the prisoners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ca- I can't remember what the situation. One of them gets beat up, and then he strips him, or some his back is exposed. The prisoner takes a shank, uh-huh. stabs him in the kidney, and then um, he fucks the hole. Why? I don't know. And I'm just telling everybody this because please don't watch the other two movies. <laughs> I just told you the most horrific thing that happens in both of them, so please don't watch them. Because, oh. because you know, while this movie is disgusting, it's it's, it's a well-done movie. It's still a well-done movie, and... Oh. And the concept is grotesque yet creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, then the other ones just fall into too much for the sake of too much. Too much. I mean, the second the second one like makes sense because and mind you, all of these movies are written and directed by this gentleman named Tom Six. Um, I've never done a deep dive on him, but he seems like a character. The best. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like there's a ton of information on him, so. Huh. So he's just out there walking amongst us with these ideas in his head. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. So with that, Stephen, I'm Uh going to pass this on to you. (laughs) Okay. I took copious notes this time. So... First, we start off in the opening credits. It's panning across a highway somewhere. We later find out this highway is in Germany. But the first name that comes up is an excellent name, Dieter Laser. Just, that is, that is a beautiful name for a human being. Mm-hmm. Also a great name, Goof de Conning. I saw that at the end credits. Uh-huh. Yeah, like their chief camera operator or whatever the fuck he was. But Goof. Goof. A guy named Goof. Oy. But anyway, so it starts off and we come to this Mercedes, because, you know, Germany, parked on the side of the road. And you see who we find out is Dieter. Dietz. Um, he's getting verklempt over some pictures that he has. And he's looking down at them, kind of not really crying, but also not really, it's... He's, he's feeling some sort of way. And then you see in the pictures, it is a three dog apede. So three, three Rottweilers, <laughs> mouth to ass. They're like, oh, okay. A truck pulls up behind him over on the side of the road and he quick stuffs that in his stuffs the pictures in his trench coat trucker goat gets out to go take a poo so Dieter in the middle not even behind a tree some kind of bushes or something like once he once he squat squat squatted squat squatted down squat down <laughs> the, the English is hard it it is it's, it's so a, hard Although I did find a fun YouTube video of some gal speaking like Shetland dialect, like way, way, way north Scottish. It was kind of interesting and apparently really close to Norwegian. That sounds right. Details. But yeah. So Dietz gets out to go after the guy. He grabs a rifle, which he hides under his trench coat, at which point the don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, just popped into my head um then you hear a shot ring out and we cut away from that scene and now we meet our two protagonists for the movie Lindsay and jenny girls on a girl trip in germany gonna go to this 
club called Bunker. They just, oh, wow, my neck just cracked <laughs> in an alarming way. <laughs> this is why we don't rave at home. <laughs> I guess so. Also, the ecstasy here is just very terrible. It looks like now? it looks like <laughs> cat food, so I might not be taking the right thing. <laughs> it's the only entertainment we have, okay? So everybody just shut up. Um, <laughs> no, so these these two like bubbly young women are just so excited. They're trying to find this like fun German club and there's not really like smartphones aren't as prevalent. Yeah, no. At this point, so they have a a physical map, and um, these two beautiful women uh, get lost in the woods of Germany, <laughs> mm-hmm. and get a flat tire. Which honestly, that happened, and just immediately in my mind. So you got caught with flat. Well. How about that? Yeah, because truly, this movie could have went two ways, right? This could have turned into the Rocky Horror Picture Show or mm-hmm. the, the Human Centipede. Picture Show? Yeah. Duh. <laughs> oh, so where they get lost in the woods, there is also no signal, which is like, oh, that's great. Which, and at this point, I remembered a quote that I had heard. So let's see if I can not fuck this up. You're not scared of being alone in the dark. You're scared of being not alone in the dark. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. That is fantastic. Uh, I know, right? That is fantastic. Like, oh, fuck yeah. And, and very, very true. Mm-hmm. You're in your house. You're all alone. It's dark. And then you hear a noise. What could have made the noise? You don't have cats. It couldn't be a cat. The neighbors, the neighbors, they should be asleep by now. It sounds like footsteps. But it shouldn't be footsteps because you're the only one with feet in your home. Or so you think. Well, that man that I brought here, I cut his feet off so it can't be him. No, because then you would just hear stump, 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 stump. Just pounding of elbows across the floor. (laughs) You can't army crawl away. No, but that is a really good quote. So mm-hmm. they are. They're, they're freaked out a little bit. They're like, well, can you change a tire? And she's like, no, I can't change a tire. Well, then we have a good Samaritan that pulls up in his car. But is he a good Samaritan? Because it turns out he is a dirty old man. Because dirty, yeah. dirty old German men got to be dirty old German men. Yeah. So he's just like smoking a cigarette, talking about their wet pussies. And that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they're like, okay, let's just roll up the windows and hope he goes away and, like, just look forward, not look at him. To be Which, honest, I get it. Yeah, no, I, I do too. Like, there were several points in this movie where I was going, hmm, if you and I were in this situation, what would happen? We wouldn't have gotten caught. We would have gotten arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what we would not have done is we would not have walked off the road. Oh, fuck no. First off, if I'm wearing heels, we ain't fucking going nowhere. Exactly. They're like, oh, well, okay, let's just go try to find help or something. So they go off walking down the road. But next thing you see, they are in the absolute middle of the forest. No road to be seen. Where the fuck did they think this was a good idea? And Jenny also agrees with Steve because she just starts throwing a shit fit again, which is understandable. They've probably been mm-hmm. out there for quite some time. And, and uh, Lindsay is like, well, I don't know what I'm fucking supposed to do. Well, then they finally see a house, like this really nice mm-hmm. looking house. It starts raining. They're There's able to find... <laughs> can't, I can't be too loud. My princess is sleeping. Yes. Um, but we all know. Sing it if you love it. <laughs> and so... Yes. They, so they're going up to the house. They miss the marker in the in the back of the yard that says "My Lieber Dreihund." Does "Lieber" mean love? Uh, yeah, like my my sweet, my dear. Okay, my Lieber. Okay. As someone who lives here, I should know that. <laughs> so, Steve, why don't so they they meet the owner of the house? Could you give us a? Uh-huh. A brief physical description of this gentleman. 
Yes. He comes up to the door. He opens it. You're wet. Yes. It's raining. Yes. Again, I had to. There's but a lot this of man, parallels. It is. But this man is so good at being reptilian. Like, he is just full-on lizard man. Damn, I hate being in this human suit, but there are people here, so I must. Yeah, and the first words out of his mouth, Are you alone? Big red flag. Oh, big red flag. With a siren and, like, glitter bombs going off. Yeah, but he's just, yeah, he's just got this very angular face with these eyes that are just blank and expressionless and just boring into you at the same time. So he leads them in. They enter his living room, which is a nice living room, minus the giant conjoined twins poster on the wall, which, again, take one look at that. That would have been the point that you and I would have been like, oh, we fucked up. We fucked up horribly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because if he was if he was hot, if he was hot and he had stuff like that, then it's like eh. Yeah, you're right. Come, I, I know us. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know us. But if if we're seeing this like very tall, lean, slightly rude, weird asking questions man who has, I don't even know if that was a picture or if that was an MRI image. Oh, it might've been an MRI image. Yeah. Some of them looked like they were actual pictures of, cause it turns out this character, the doctor um, was like Germany's leading expert in separating Siamese twins. Mm-hmm. He tells them this in a bit <laughs> before he unveils his, his dream. But yeah, so it could be former patients that he's got up on the walls. Yeah, so he um, he agrees that he is going to call the the emergency service for the girls to help with the vehicle. So mm-hmm. we see him in the kitchen. He's roofing water that he's going to give the two of them. Mm-hmm. And while he's doing that, he's pretending to be on the phone. And he's yeah, and, and he's speaking in German, but he's saying like the things. Uh-huh. That you would say, which I thought was very interesting. He could have said whatever the fuck he wanted to. These girls don't speak German. Mm-hmm. Well, you know? did he know that at this point? Like, because maybe he was just hedging his bets of, oh, they, they're they only speaking English to me, so maybe that's all they know. But just in case, I don't want to give away the game too soon. That is true. You, you get the feeling this is not this guy's first time at the rodeo for any of this. Not at all. So... Yeah. The water comes out. Jenny starts drinking her water, but Lindsay accidentally spills her. Doctor mm-hmm. loses his shit. Goes just all out. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I think we should just leave. Like, that was super weird. We'll just see if we can call a taxi. Like, da 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 da. He goes down to the basement, mm-hmm. gets a syringe, uh-huh. and he comes back upstairs. Drank syringe. Yeah, and at this point, like, Lindsay has had enough of the water that she's feeling a little bit of the effects of the of the rape drug, as the doctor calls it. Jenny, who guzzled her water, like Jenny would, Fucking is full on, um, I'm just really tired, I'm really tired. And so the doctor starts monologuing about, oh... You guys are basically in my power. You can't get away. Lindsay tries to crawl away, but the doctor just goes after her, straddles her. She gets the trank dart to the back of the neck and then gets knocked out. Yeah. So I think the next time that we see them, so down mm-hmm. in his basement, he... Mm-hmm. Well, first we see some scenes of domestic life, like he's eating breakfast, and I was looking at that going, was that just a giant bowl of fruit cocktail? Oh, oh, that's right. See, I looked at it, and I was stereotyping. I thought it was a big bowl of sauerkraut. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, wow, that's a little... (laughs) Either way, fruit cocktail, sauerkraut, who has just a giant bowl of that for breakfast? 
psychopaths. That's who. And so he's, he's eating breakfast, but he also has the canister there because he is ripping up their IDs, their documentation. He's throwing everything away. Mm -hmm. He's trying to wipe out any, uh, any physical evidence that these two women exist in his home. Mm. And why would he be doing that? Because they wake up strapped to gurneys in his basement. And he has, and it's not like, it's not like a creepy Texas chainsaw massacre basement situation. This is a full on like sterile examining room situation. Mm. It's like, there's, all of this medical equipment it's it's full-on yes and there is also and we see the trucker from earlier Mm -hmm. who is in there he interestingly has a wooden bit in his mouth so he can't say anything but the girls had no such thing so they are freaking the fuck out yelling at the doctor as he comes down and the doctor just goes over to the trucker and just gently tells him that He's not a match, so I'm afraid I have to kill you. So he just gets another syringe and just gently fills up the guy's IV. Guy spasms a bit. He did. He was the luckiest person in the film. Yes, he was. Yeah. Honestly. Hands down. Yeah. He, he may have died too early in life, but he truly, truly lucked out. Yeah, and... And as the doctor is dispatching this dude, it's, again, so good at being a lizard because he's very cold but seems very turned on. I guess I never saw it as him, like, being turned on, per se, sexually, but more so, like, intellectually. That makes sense. Because when we see the... the the human centipede finally like come to life Mm -hmm. the way that he caresses all of them and checks their um bandages and this and that like the Mm -hmm. the glee and the joy in his eyes and his mannerisms this is it's just so creepy it it really is (sighs) so he takes that dude buries him in the backyard which i'm going really that is the first place they look first place they look at least drive it out to the middle of somewhere and dump it but no no bears him in the backyard but gets a new dude fairly easily like you see the mercedes pull in he puts his gun up on the roof grabs the guy out grabs the gun takes him in so now all three of his victims who match are now strapped to their gurneys and I'm like, all that for a PowerPoint? Dude. Because then he sets up a and it's not even a PowerPoint, it's an overhead slide projector which cockles of my heart were warmed. I have not seen one of those in ages. Yes. Well, we also must say that, you know, technology wasn't where it is exactly at this moment, so that's all he had. You know, he couldn't... That is true. He couldn't pull out his iPad. He, which meant he had to make those transparencies himself. Oh, you know he was so happy. Yeah. He was probably whistling too. Go ahead. So he gets up there and he's explaining to them his dream because all his life he has had to take people apart. But really, he's a community-minded guy. He just wants to bring people together. Literally. Oy. Connect them through the GI tract one after another mouth to ass to mouth to ass and so this and i'm and i'm just going okay you are a doctor how do you think this is a good idea because again you think the first person eating is gonna be able to nourish all three of them i don't think so yeah oh god and imagine what if one of them had gotten diarrhea honestly would that have been easier i don't know because, okay, so not to, like, skip ahead, but there's this great mm-hmm. scene when they're outside, and the the lead guy, I think they only said his name once, but I just wrote him down as K, realizes he has to take a shit. 
Uh-huh. And he's Japanese, so he's like screaming in Japanese that he's so so like he's apologizing to the girls. He's like, I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. He's like, I can't, like, I can't stop it. Mm-hmm. And so you're seeing her choke on shit. I mean, that's what she's doing. Uh-huh. But I was because thinking about that. The, yeah, as part of the connection process, he took out their front teeth. So they can't chew. No, they can't chew. I guess my thinking is is like. I mean, still, you're you're still having something like force fed to you, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be like a little like what do we think, like ice cream, <laughs> like soft serve ice cream consistency. But you have to imagine, like you're taking it, but you like it's directly going into someone else's mouth. Wet cookie dough. I don't know. Yeah, but like whatever, whatever consistency of the shit. But it's it's mm-hmm. being forced into your mouth. You, yeah. you can only breathe through your nose. Mm-hmm. Your tongue's still there. Yeah, so you can taste it. Yeah. Um, oh Jesus! What if you try to throw up too? Oh no! Right. It it couldn't go anywhere. Mm-mm. Oh. So anyway, she was having a real bad day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so the doctor is explaining how all of this is going to work, how he's going to be basically cutting butt flaps in two of them to go up and hug people's faces. So their faces are attached by these flaps and by like their like tissue from the mouth directly to tissue from the anus. Yeah. So he was going to cut. So yeah. So they have ass flaps on their mouth, but then their Mm -hmm. lips are cut out. And then the, like the outside of your asshole. Mm -hmm. Is that what he was? And then, and then everything's just. Yeah. Sewn on and in. It's a series of tubes, much like the internet. (laughs) So. I had so, to. <laughs> so not only was was the mouth stuff happening, he was also going to cut the ligaments of their knees so they can no longer extend Ooh. their legs. Yes, so they're permanently crawling. Yeah. Um, so, and well, right from there, he starts sedating him. Yeah, pretty much from there, he starts the sedation process, at which point Lindsay gets the bright idea, oh, I should use my teeth to try to use on the straps that are holding me down, which, again, now you try teeth? Well, truthfully, though, everything was happening so quickly. Yeah, I suppose so. Everything was happening so quickly. So he's, he's um, he's at Jenny, and so... And true, and I, I think too at this point, like it's just animalistic, right? At this point, you're just like, mm-hmm. I, I need to get out of here. I need to save my friends. Mm-hmm. So she does. And that's part of the most terrifying part of this part of the movie is they're trapped. This is going to happen to them. They have no control over it. And they which, know what's going to happen too, which I think somehow makes it worse. Yes. Yes. So she gets. Oh God, she gets out of her restraints. And so she's yeah. good. She's good to go. She's gonna run. She doesn't realize she has an IV in her arm. Oh. It, so as she runs, it rips out and like tears her arm. Yeah. So she is, she is bleeding everywhere. Seriously. So it turns into this cat and mouse game. Ooh. Yeah. As she's bleeding everywhere. I think she tries to get out of the front door. She can't. Everything's locked. She gets right. into the bedroom, locks mm-hmm. it, thinks she's mm-hmm. okay. The doctor comes around back and he busts open the the glass. I don't know. Is that was that even a slide? Well, anyways, there's a glass panel. He yeah. busts that open. Yeah, the window, because at first he's banging on the door, being like, mm-hmm. let you let 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 you in. But <laughs> Let me in. If you don't, I'm going to do all of this with no anesthesia. And then it goes quiet and she's like, oh shit, okay. Then she goes, opens the curtain and he's just standing there in his, I mean, the white coat that he has is great. It's a great white coat. And he's wearing these like circular sunglasses. It kind of reminded me of like the grandpa from Despicable Me movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. And he also had his- Oh my God had his gun so oh my god what if that was the grandpa from despicable me (laughs) 
a minion centipede. <laughs> well, the next time I see that uh, that movie, <laughs> I know what I'll be thinking about. So Grandpa Doctor busts in. Lindsay is able to get out of the bedroom and mm-hmm. she goes into this other room, which happens to have an indoor pool, but she falls into the pool. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. An indoor pool. And then he's basically prowling around the edge of the pool, like telling her what happened to. He's like, oh, one of my dogs tried to escape from me too. She ended up being the middle. That's the worst one. It's the most painful one. I'm glad you tried to escape because now I've found my middle. And then he goes and starts closing the like metal, closing the pool cover, which is these interlocking metal mm-hmm. slats try, to try to force her to the edge of the pool so that way he can get a clear shot with his trank gun. And of course, ah. but right as it's almost closed, the power goes out. So it's like, <laughs> Ah, shit, fine. So he goes off to fiddle with that. And at this point, Lindsay tries to go back for Jenny. Dumb, 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 dumb. Now, at this point, you get the fuck out of there. You run. You find help. You come back. Hopefully, you can get to her before something bad happens. Because, again, the guy wants to make a a three-person centipede. He's not going to move forward if he only has two of the peds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which... To to be fair, she gets pretty far. She has she to, does. yeah. So she drags her on, which is is tragic because she takes her friend Jenny out through the bedroom where the glass has been broken. So not only mm-hmm. is she barefoot walking on glass, she's dragging her friend's bare legs and ass over the glass as well. You can hear the noise that it makes. You can see a blood trail Ooh. at one point. Um, yeah. But as she's pulling, and she's... As quick as Annie Lennox popped into my head, there she went. <laughs> no, but she, she, gets, <laughs> she gets tranked in the back, and then that's it. Now he is mm-hmm. performing surgery. Yeah. And I do and... remember when we were in the theater, so the, the first thing that you kind of see is um, he has a marker, and he's marking on their face. Well, he's marking on Jenny and uh-huh. Lindsay's face. And he's mm-hmm. marking on their knees. I just remember he mm-hmm. had the marker and everybody like took this gasp. Uh-huh. To, like everybody was freaking out already, except for one dude. He was like, Jesus Christ, he's not doing anything. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's always gotta be that one. Yeah. So and really <laughs> so we or like like remember when we went to go see Brokeback and the one happened to be Okay, they have the scene, they've eaten the beans, they're in the tent, they have the butt sex, the screen goes black, and then someone's phone went off with milkshake. <laughs> and, and everybody just clapped. Good times. It was. <sighs> so in this movie, the, the really graphic things that we see from the surgery we see jenny get some of her teeth pulled out mm-hmm. but that's really only kind we only kind of get a noise and we get some blood we don't get yeah. any close-up shots but then we, goodness we do see i think it's supposed to be Lindsay's ass uh-huh the flaps being created on her butt and it's just like ooh. yeah you saw that because at that point i was holding my notebook up in front of my face like the, the peak of the nope still the, the peak of the, the nope still the, the yeah no i watching surgery not my jam at all well i can't watch real surgeries <laughs> yeah like i still remember the one day in health class we were watching like footage of a knee surgery and at the point that they like pulled someone's tendon or ligament out of the knee i like started seeing spots and i was like oh, yeah I'm, j- I'm just gonna Go, go stand outside and breathe and you guys to fuck this noise. I don't get that, but I do like ew. Yeah. Ew. So so we do see that and then it's and then it's done. Uh-huh. 
Thank goodness. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> not thank goodness because now the real horror begins. Yeah. So they must also yeah. like side note. I think they must be under a medically induced. I don't even know if that's true. It seems like they're out for at least two days. Oh yeah, like time definitely passes because he keeps them under long enough that they're not moving and really pulling, yanking at anything. So trying to give it some time to heal. Like, you know, it's not there fully because, like, the flaps are still, like, stapled into their, like, those medical staples into there, which has got to... Oh. So time passes. Um, we basically just see the doctor kind of, like, hanging out. He gets a new glass mm-hmm. panel for his bedroom. Um, yeah. And then this is and where... he had to cover the carpet in his bedroom with newspaper because of all the bloody footprints. Sorry, I keep burping. <laughs> Is it a burp? Is it vomit? I don't know. How would how would burps work in a human centipede? Just look like a little butt tickle. <laughs> Just like <laughs> <laughs> It's like a fart but going in. Yeah, just a tiny little butt tickle, that's all. Yeah, just a Honestly, it's probably the best part of your day. That and, you know, pass the poke. Mm. <laughs> oh. It's Again. Like, right, except you can't get away. Anyway. <laughs> You're welcome. Key factor being you can get away if you choose. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Instead of being attached to some just, like, horrific person that just keeps poking you in the ass with their tongue. Oh, God. Yeah, that would... That would not be good. Yeah, downside of being a human centipede. Yeah. What if you were really ticklish too and like spasmed every time that happened? You'd probably rip that person's face off. Ooh. And then you just have somebody's face hanging off your butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we're back to society. <sighs> God, at least that movie was funny. Yeah. This, not quite so much. No. So so it's finally the big day. Yeah, they're starting to wake up. And this is where we see the doctor just be like, because they're not fully awake yet at this point. He's being attentive. He's checking him out and Mm -hmm. all that fun stuff. And then finally, they're awake and they're up and he gets them up on their knees and he's got a mirror and he's showing them what they are. And they're... They're freaking the fuck out. They're crying. They're yelling into each other's butts. They're screaming. They're... The doctor is crying because he's so happy. He did it. Eureka. It's like midsummer, but with a human centipede. Oh, and it's just... It really is tragic because Lindsay and, and Jenny do this thing where they're like, hold hands. Uh-huh. Aw, besties. Yeah. Well, really, it's just like, what yeah. What would you do in that situation? Like, there really is some, yeah. like, ang- like true anguish in this movie. Yeah. There's, there's some pathos in yeah. there. There is some true anguish. I also want to point out that as grotesque as the subject matter is in this film, he does, well, at least in this one, mm-hmm. well, he doesn't have any, like, gratuitous nudity no i mean technically so they all they all have um i don't what would you like, call it's not diaper diaper. slings yeah it's kind of like some sort of like medical diaper i think it's just basically to help with the healing process so they mm-hmm. have those they have bandages on their knees and both of the women mm-hmm. are top well actually well the man's topless too all of them are topless except yeah. for these bandages but they always have the women's arms positioned, so you really never see their boobs. Right. Because, again, Lindsay ended up in the middle, and Jenny ended up as last in the centipede. Yeah. So you've got the Japanese guy up front, and then those two. Yeah, so I really do appreciate that from, like, a female perspective. Like, I'm... Didn't... Yeah, it wasn't boobs for boobs' sake. It made sense. Yeah, they didn't add... Uh, sexuality to this. <sighs> oh, thank God. Yeah, because that's just too much. 
Yeah. Oof. So next, what happens is, oh, he's trying to train them to bring him his newspaper because they're his creation. They should be serving him. It it doesn't go too well because Japanese guy is having absolutely none of this shit. And they go from trying to bring him the newspaper to, okay, they're inside. It's dinner time. He puts down a bowl of, I don't know what the food was in front of him. I have no idea. I mean, I'm assuming it has to be something like pretty nutrient dense. One would hope, but (sighs) I mean, apparently it's not gross because the guy starts eating and then the doctor goes to sit down to a too underdone for my taste steak. Like, I like a good medium rare. This was like, no, it, the, the time was just not good. But I forget if, does the doctor make some kind of crack to him or if he says something or what leads up to it? But basically, the front of the centipede is like, you know what? Fuck this guy. And he goes and he bites him hard, mm-hmm. like a nice, good puncture right in the side of his leg doctor is none too pleased by this so he proceeds to basically punch the guy a couple times in the face Mm -hmm. and is like if you do this again what was i don't he was gonna cut his tongue or he made some sort of threat pull out his teeth one by one again no anesthetic yeah something like that so then we go on, I think we, do we go back outside to the next day? Uh, yeah, because oh, now yeah, we're outside. This is, so this is the scene where um, our front guy, Kay, he, he feeds her. Mm-hmm. And that is the line that the doctor says. He's like, feed her. Yeah, and, and I just remember that line just hitting so, so hard when we first saw it and granted it hits hard still because it's just a oh dear lord and you just see the absolute horror on Lindsay's face as she has no choice but to eat shit (laughs) yeah yeah so it is it's so while you don't see anything you know what's happening and it's disgusting Mm -hmm. like Kudos to Tom Six. Do we really want to give him kudos, though? Yeah, I will. Unleashing this upon the world. Just in case. (laughs) And then he's got them in, like, a big metal doggy cage thing. And they have been banging the bars, making noise. And he just comes up. He's like, I need to sleep. It's like, really, dude, you should have thought about that before you took three grown-ass human beings with free will and turned them into your own freaky science experiments. So they're going to be found. You have a child now. Deal with it. And so he threatens. He's like, I should have cut out your vocal cords. And then he makes an offhand mm-hmm. comment, making it sound like that is in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, all he needs to do is trank them, and then he can do whatever he likes because they can't they can't get away that fast yeah because he's got them the next we see he is swimming in his pool naked which hey you do you have fun but and he's got them like attached to one of the deck chairs and the guy gets out of the deck chair and they start trying to go but they don't make it out of the room yeah again two i don't think they've it's only been a couple of days Mm-hmm. since they've been awake so they're all still in like agonizing pain as on, t- oh, on yeah. top of the on top of the mental trauma they're just like uh-huh. oh fuck so yes yeah, so the doctor makes some sort of comment and so uh the front guy he's like oh it must be okay so they keep slowly walking and then mm-hmm. you hear will you see the doctor pick up his riding crop yeah he goes in to where the stairs are you don't see it but you hear them all scream as they get beat Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. And then yeah, next we are at 
Oh, they're getting their checkup. Human Centipede's first checkup, isn't it so cute? It isn't because Jenny, the third one, is infected badly to the point where the doctor tells her, um, you're dying, so we're just going to have to find someone to replace you. Yeah. And at this point, Jenny is still uh, cognizant enough that she hears what he says, so she's upset. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Lindsay is upset as well. Um, mm-hmm. There's pus coming out of Jenny's face, and you can yeah. just, like, the pallor of her skin, she looks very unwell. Mm-hmm. Also, he said that Lindsay was constipated, so it's not clear if she has actually fed Jenny or not. I would, I would go with no, because this is like the next day, two days. So yeah, yeah she probably hasn't fed her. I think a lot of it... So no, you, you could be right. She could just be starving on top of having a massive infection. Yeah. And so, yeah. I, I mean, that would do it. So mm-hmm. while, this, while this physical is going on, is this when he gets a phone call? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the police call, but they're also there at or his Or not house. a phone call. I'm sorry. Okay, fun fact. This is the I live in Germany portion of our podcast. Ooh, some yeah. Some places, we don't have one, but some places um, have a... Uh, buzzer so kind of similar Mm -hmm. to like if you live in an apartment in new york or or a bigger city like that there's a buzzer yeah and so he picked it up on the phone and he talked to the detectives out front Mm -hmm. and then meanwhile human centipede is trying to make as much noise as they can Mm -hmm. before he yells at them yes but yeah so the police are there they're outside they have some they want to come in and ask him about some missing people and I was going, that is one soundproof basement because like the doctor goes upstairs and they know, oh, he has to go talk to somebody. So they are screaming for everything they're worth. Yeah. Which is interesting because the basement, there's no door to close off the basement. No. Although did he close the door to their room? I don't think so. No. I don't think so because they get out. So they're couldn't have been Mm -hmm. a door so yeah so whatever the basement is made of not making any sounds yeah so the doctor he um lets the two detectives in he well the two detectives are telling him like oh yeah like somebody heard an american girl screaming in your backyard there was Mm -hmm. a car there was a man missing they saw a mercedes that looked like your vehicle he's like what the fuck are you implying Yeah, at this point he starts acting deranged and then starts threatening the police. And I'm going, if this were America, you would be shot by now. Oh, he was white. Of course he wouldn't be shot. Oh. Mm. Uh Back to our regular scheduled program. Yeah, passing on the sadness there. So he also gets the cop's water. The one detective drinks it, the other does not. Yeah, however. because the fucking guy thinks it's a great idea to now drug the two detectives and make mm-hmm. them into the human centipede. Because the other guy, uh, during their like kerfuffle, the glass falls. So the doctor's mm-hmm. like, oh, I need to go get a towel and, and clean this up. So he goes down mm-hmm. into the basement, gets another syringe, tells the human centipede like, oh, I'm going to make you a quadruple mm-hmm. because he's going he's gonna to get rid of Jenny and now these two men. He goes upstairs. Yeah. They want to go into the basement. He tells them no. And then they see the syringe and the detective's like, um, what is that for? And he's like, I have diabetes. It's insulin. Nobody fucking believes it. So they're like, we're going to be back. In- not. No, we're going to be back in 20 minutes with a warrant. So we're on to you. Yeah, so they go, and the doctor's like, shit, shit, shit. So he goes downstairs. In the meantime, human centipede, the front has taken some initiative and leaned over and grabbed a scalpel Mm -hmm. from one of the tables nearby. So the doctor goes downstairs. Where's the centipede? It's not on the table anymore, which how they got down off of that, I do not know. But (laughs) 
they pop up and then he scalpels him in the foot and then his leg. So doctor falls over and then the front guy, he just goes crazy, climbs onto the doctor and like tears a chunk out of his jugular with his teeth. Which I'm assuming he did that because he thought he would be able to get in deep enough and get the carotid artery so he could bleed out. That didn't happen. I I figured it was just pent-up rage at that point. That's that's also true. Now, the doctor's more or less out of it. So the human centipede has to figure Mm. out how to not only walk away from him, but climb up these spiral steps. They do it. Stairs. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... It is arduous, though, and it is not going well, and there is, like, tugging and pulling and blood Blood. happening. So it's... The doctor's not too far behind him because he he can't walk now because his his feet, his legs are messed up. So he's crawling a little bit farther behind them. He licks blood off of the step at one point. Yeah, I was like, like, why? He's he's licking blood. I think at this point he's like fucking lost his mind. Yeah, he yeah. is. Com- he's completely gone off the rails. So they get into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get out that glass door because uh, Lindsay keeps pointing for the front guy to be like, "Oh, hey!" So he grabs a right. lamp, tries busting the lamp into the glass, mm-hmm. so the and glass some glass is breaking. It breaks off. But now the doctor's in there. Mm-hmm. And so Kay kind of like goes through this speech about how like he's abandoned his family. Yeah. He's not a great. Like, now you have to monologue your conscience. Yeah. He's like, I'm not a great person, but aren't I a person? I'm not a bug. I'm a person. So mm-hmm. he decides um, instead of dealing with whatever shit's going to be happening next, he's going to mm-hmm. kill himself. Yes, because he's got a piece of glass. The doctor has a scalpel. They were crawling towards each other. Monologue. And then, yeah, he takes the glass and uses it to cut his own throat. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. At this point, you've come so far. You fought so hard to get out of there. Uh-huh. The doctor's incapacitated. You have a piece of glass. I think I would I think I would try to fight. I I think I would too. Cuz n- yeah. none of these people know that well except for the doctor. They none of them know that the detectives are coming back. Shit, I don't even think they really understood that they were detectives. They probably didn't. Right. So, now our front guy is very dead. Yes. And at this point Oh, detectives come back. Um, yeah, they're starting to come back. And the doctor crawls to the pool room mm-hmm. to try to get away from them. So the detectives come back. And now is when the date rape drug kicks in on the one detective. And that happens to be the detective that has gone towards the pool room. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, the other detective goes towards the bedroom. He finds the centipede there. And he freaks the fuck out, as any one of us would do encountering such a thing in real life. Rightfully so. And then he hears a shot ring out. So he goes, he runs towards the other end of the house, runs into the pool room, and sees there's the doctor who has gotten his partner's gun. His partner is shot dead in the pool. The doctor shoots him in the side, and the detective manages to get off a shot right in the middle of the forehead which hey good on you but detective is shot dying he falls into the pool as well dead so at this point it's back to the centipede and jenny looks terrible she is full-on blue pussy disgusting and jenny and Lindsay reach out and hold each other's hands one last time until Jenny is no longer holding on and Lindsay is desperately trying to wake her up to no avail. And she, because I think, Lindsay is now 
the only living part of a three-person human centipede. And I think the worst, well, obviously the worst part of this is her being in the middle of this human sandwich. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that she, there's a mirror across the way, so she can she watches her friend die, and she and now she's just like stuck looking at these two dead people that are attached to her. Mm-hmm. And we hear her like kind of muffled screaming and crying as the camera pulls back, and that's the end of the fucking movie. Yeah. And the credits, it's just a straight, constant string tone. Nothing else needed. Very simple. Very effective. Because, dear God, that was the human centipede. And I, so I haven't, I obviously haven't watched this movie in quite some time. So I was really curious to see how it, if it still held up. And it does. I feel like it's still really held up. It's a disgusting film. Oh, it it does because it is it is highly traumatic. It is disgusting, but it is well done. There is there is the pathos. There's the fear. There's anticipation, suspense. So much. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. It's pretty bonkers. So if you haven't seen it highly recommend check it out yes go go see this movie which now that i have seen twice in my life i will not watch again Hmm. good for you yeah good for you and uh just please don't watch the other two yeah that just sounds awful it is not it is not worth it (laughs) we traumatize ourselves to let you know what's trash out there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. although if we are being fair i'd rather watch those movies than i know who killed me again see i love that movie god it's so good see i remember that being the only movie i ever actively thought of leaving the theater (laughs) it's la lohan with a prosthetic leg what is not to love Exactly. But then she, but then she starts acting. <laughs> I I have never seen a human being be less sexy on a stripper pole in my entire life. <laughs> she just kind of sadly slithers down the pole and kind of drops onto the floor and looks like she's really high i mean she probably was oh she probably was yeah you know she lives um is she still in the middle east now yeah well i think she still is well because she was she was in australia for a bit for their like australia's got talent or some shit like that i don't know and the, hey, the music she just had come out, that, that single was a bop. Oh, gosh. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened before everything blew up this year. Because uh, otherwise it would have been the, the year of the comeback. Well, and just, like, just like everything else, it just caught on fire and died. <laughs> Probably for the best. You know, it, I, it is... <laughs> She needs to move oh. to a dairy farm in Wisconsin and call it. <laughs> give it all up to make cheese. Oh, ooh, cheese. Mm. Cheese. That sounds so good. But as long as she's not trying to get to the bunker in Germany and losing her way in the forest. She should be because, okay. Because now we know how that turns out. <laughs> not well. Unless you're the front piece. All right, friends. Remember, find us on trauma underscore and underscore trash on Instagram. Listen, you hot, sexy people. I know you're listening. I can see (laughs) you. So you should really give us a review on that good old Apple. 
Apple Podcasts. If you leave us, oh my god, yeah, oh my god, like give us some stars, leave us a review. That'd be wonderful. It would be, be so, fun. so marvelous. I We're also still in a pandemic. What else have you got going on? Yeah, exactly. Nothing. And I'm going to be going back to grad school next week. So give me something to believe in. <laughs> hey, this was the first episode in a long time that we didn't like share personal stories of shit. Like it was only talked about in the movie context. So that's something that's a, that's a bright star to hang on to. No, but we still talked about shit. Yeah. This is becoming an alarming pattern. <laughs> Maybe in the next one we'll get lucky. Who knows? Ooh. Tune in and find out. Speaking of next one, if you want to keep up with us, we are going to be watching Cat People. Is that what it's called? Uh-huh. Cat People from 1982. I'm very excited. I've never seen this movie, so... Neither have I, but the music video... For the movie, performed by David Bowie, is a delight. Well, I know what I'm going to be watching in in the in the morning. <laughs> yeah, is late in the morning. All right, guys, check us out. Pass this to your neighbor. Pass it to the mom in the PTA who you think is a snotty bitch, but she just really needs to be fucked hard. This will do it. <laughs> and how and remember trash is always better with friends we're getting out of here guys see you later <laughs> bye bye <Bye-bye. laughs> Something.